Hello, audio world. Um, this is Do You Follow, starring Juliet and Rachel, a.k.a. at J. Delphine and at Rachel Joe Silver. <laughs> <laughs> this is so fun. We're uh, not in front of a camera for the first time For the first ever. time ever, but we're... We're totally acting like we are. If you can see us, we're doing all the facial expressions. We're smiling. We both we're wearing makeup. makeup. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is a podcast about social media marketing. Yeah. Which is uh, basically our bread and butter. So um, if you're new to us, you don't know who we are. First of all, do you follow us? Second yeah. of all, <laughs> second of all, Rachel and I used to work together at Birchbox. She hired me as her first social media hire, and we built the most amazing team in the whole wide world. We had such a fun ride innovating in social and content, and we're still doing it now at our respective jobs. I am the director of brand marketing at Mgemi, which is a luxury Italian handmade footwear company. And Rachel, what do you do? I'm the founder and CEO of Love Stories TV, do you follow at Love Stories? <laughs> um, which is a media company where we've built the first and largest library of real wedding videos. So if you are listening to this podcast and you have a video from your wedding, please share it on lovestoriestv.com to inspire future brides and grooms. If you are a wedding filmmaker, you should share your work to attract awesome. customers. And if you're planning your wedding or you just love love, mm-hmm. come you hang with love us love. on Love Stories TV. You can watch hours and hours of real wedding videos from all over the world. So Juliet and I, because of our days at Birchbox, so many other amazing friends, mm-hmm. uh, incredible women who work in social media and marketing, and we're all always talking to each other on text and on Slack mm-hmm. and on email, like helping each other solve problems. Yeah, and this wild, wild west of digital yeah. marketing, yeah. really. Yeah, totally, and mm-hmm. we thought that um, some of the conversations we were having on the dark web, <laughs> dark <laughs> closed, social. on closed social, would be interesting um, to all y'all. So we mm-hmm. thought we would um, start surfacing some of those yeah. predicaments, questions, pondering. And it's also something like I know there's countless panels, conferences, yeah. etc., for social media, but nothing really speaks to us in the way that our circle of industry peeps does. Yes. I know. So we wanted to create a space for that. Totally. So that's where Do You Follow came to be. That's how we birthed this podcast. And since baby. we're friends and just want to hang out more, like that's yeah. so an added bonus. <laughs> <laughs> we hang out and do something productive. Yeah. Um, so in this podcast today, we're going to do three things. The first, the bulk of the podcast, and what uh, we hope will be the bulk of all the podcasts you follow is um, what we're calling phone a friend. So people text us, email us all the time, Rachel, Juliet, like help me solve this social media problem, this marketing problem, this content problem. And so um, we want you guys to start sending us questions. So email um, do you follow podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can DM me and Rachel you on can Instagram. totally slide into our DMs. We slide want into it. them. We slide right that. in and we like it. The point being, um, we hope that that's like the bulk of the podcast every week. So please send us those questions. If you want them anonymized, just indicate that in the email. Um, and as you listen to this podcast, you'll know more what we're talking about. And then um, we are going to play a couple fun games. Yeah. 
Um, so the first one, which is the first game we're going to play? Instagram Roulette. Instagram Roulette, which is a tribute, totally, tra- let's be transparent, this is a chat roulette tribute. This is uh, the modernized version of it. A little bit safer. Yeah, more productive, more practical. <laughs> so, um, so we essentially go through our respective Instagrams, swipe down five times yeah. until we land on an Instagram post from one of our followers or one we follow. follow. Yeah, we follow. and then we are going to talk about their Instagram and why we follow them. Yeah. And then the second game. The is, second game is it's our namesake. Yes. Do you follow? And we're each gonna. Whereas um, Instagram roulette, we don't know who we're gonna land on. It's yeah. a big mystery. It's uh-huh. big. Um, do you follow? We're both gonna come into the podcast every every week with someone that we are just flabbergasted that this person does not have more followers than we think that they should. Yeah. And we're hoping that um, you guys, our our followers, will will start following them and be excited about them. Yeah. So those are um, the games we're gonna play, and this is our podcast. And this, this is, is our the first episode. We're in Juliet's new apartment. Yeah, in, in Brooklyn. Um, we're now both Brooklynites, which is pretty cool. I'm so proud. We're also drinking wine right now. Yeah. Cheers. Oh, cheers, Linkies. What are we drinking? Should we be like the skim and say what yeah. we're drinking? Yeah. What are we? Stop drinking? and smell the roses. We in the show notes. We're gonna link to everyone that we talk about. We're gonna link to our rosé mm-hmm. and. We're, we're both like in full run through way, so maybe we'll just like try run through ways because like. <laughs> so let's uh let's dive into our first game of the evening. Let's get to it. <laughs> we got a question for someone who works in marketing at a major skincare brand, Ooh. and they're launching a new product, and they led with what beauty influencers have done great giveaways or community challenges, mm-hmm. um, which led me to ask some follow-up questions you know what's the goal mm-hmm. why are you why influencers what do you hope to achieve those kinds of questions yeah so the asker the poser of this <laughs> question followed up with more details that they're launching a new product and they want to have 10 big paid influencers they have a little bit of budget and they want them to run a cool consumer facing contest or have a fun CTA that drives awareness for the product and ladders up to the hashtag and the theme they, that this brand is using for the product launch. Um, so they want people with bigger audiences to get the message out for them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they're open to different calls to action from the influencer to their audience that will create engagement, mm-hmm. get people excited. Mm-hmm. And I think what's buried in the question, which you and I know, is skincare is really hard. It's so hard. Probably the hardest of all the beauty categories. Hard or of like any mm-hmm. consumer facing. That and fragrance. <laughs> fragrance, right. So when you think about fashion and beauty, if it's a great lip product, you can show it. Yeah. If it's a great shoe, you can show it. And we always talked about this at Birchbox, mm-hmm. that um, skincare, sometimes you can see a before and after result, but yeah. if so, it's over like a long period of time. And so like right. skincare is like something people are obsessed with and they spend a lot of money on and uh-huh. it's actually really fun, uh-huh. but like difficult. It doesn't have the immediacy factor that... There's not like a show factor. So if I'm an influencer telling you that I love this skincare, which is why it's smart that they want to work with influencers because 
if I really trust an influencer and they really love the skincare mm -hmm. product, that's going to be like enough for me because totally. I can't know until I've used it for several months. Yeah. Where a lipstick, like I could see a total stranger on the street wearing a lipstick and be like, Hey, yeah. what's that color? Exactly. So I actually think influencers in this case, mm -hmm. it's like a smart way to go because yeah. trust, I think it like mm -hmm. with skincare. It's so important. Really important. And I also think, especially for something like this, like I think skincare is one of those things where the trust is necessary and you kind of have to know the influencer has a really strong audience who hangs on every single recommendation they make whether it's like skincare or food or whatever what have you it has to be something that they really have a high engagement and like that inherent trust i was gonna say a trust level because it's also like the best campaigns, particularly with influencers, is like, I've been following this woman for a year mm -hmm. and she constantly is talking about her acne or she's constantly mm -hmm. talking about her dry skin mm -hmm. or constantly talking about how cold it is where she lives or like whatever. Mm -hmm. So that when she comes out and says like, I'm obsessed with this new moisturizer, you guys know I'm always talking about how my skin gets really dry totally. in Michigan. Yeah. Like you believe it because yeah. it's real. So, yeah. so I think that the influencers, it's like, not just their reach, yeah, you know, and this kind of gets to like, now I'm going to go off on like a side, but like that's <laughs> the point it. of this, right? Is like, you know, you hear people say all the time, like, why do you even need publishers and influencers anymore when you have Facebook and there, you can target whoever you want, like any brand can create. Mm -hmm. This brand could not use influencers. They could create their own content. Totally. They could say, we want to hit women. 25 to 50 and they could just pay Facebook to get their content in front of women 25 to 50 mm -hmm. but like there's no trust because I'm like of course the brand is gonna say their makeup is so great right. or their skincare is yeah. so great and that's why you need influencers um, mm -hmm. or publishers that you trust to like add yeah you know um, their voice and the context so yeah. I don't buy it when people say that Facebook and Instagram can replace maybe I it can totally for like agree. some really specific things like yeah. um but for, for skincare you 100 percent no like, way trust. yeah i think I, I ask i text julia casella all oh, the time yeah. we're amber cats for skincare and we're I'm, practicing yeah. like our own like private like influencer network like <laughs> it's it's really crazy it's so and it always just reminds me how beauty is so personal and especially thing something like skincare where you can't see the immediate result so i think for something like this, having multiple touch points with those influencers, yeah. it's not a one-off, like, totally. here's this lipstick on me and here's how it looks. Mm -hmm. That won't work and people won't believe it, mm -hmm. so they're not going to buy it. But I think having some sort of, you see, you know, if it's a product that shows like a before and after, like having that consistent storytelling throughout the course of like several posts. Or yeah. like a series of posts or something, or there's like a follow-up. Right. And that's something that I think will naturally happen if you're working with the right influencer like I get this all the time when I start using like a new hair product that's yeah. like meant to do XYZ I continuously months after will get comments on my Instagram or yeah DMs how was it like, did it you, work yeah can did you, you tell like me it? like how this a thousand percent, a thousand percent. I totally agree and that's why I think it's smart that she said they want to have influencers who go throughout a year but since mm -hmm. it's a new product launch they need to create awareness around mm -hmm. something that and they won't in that moment be able to achieve what you just described yeah. right eight months later they can yeah have so do you want to know what i yeah i want to know okay <laughs> so i was like okay you're launching this new thing you want to get the word out 
it's not something that you can show. It's the kind of thing people will try and love, but like it's gonna sound, um, it's skincare, it's like science, you know? So I was like, what you should do is find influencers who the call to action on the influencers part is like, come spend time with me brought to you by this brand. So imagine you have these 10 influencers and they come out and they say, okay, XYZ brand, I'm their ambassador for the next year and I'm really excited they're launching this new product and I want you to come with me to learn more about it. Mm -hmm. So we can talk about all the possible call to actions later, whether it's a comment or a share Mm -hmm. or, you know, put in your email or whatever, but it's like the prize the incentive is you and the influencer that you're obsessed with that you've been following for years get to go to the spa of this brand or the mm-hmm. HQ of this brand with the other influencers and their one like buddy who won yeah. their giveaway and you all like learn about and experience the product together. Yeah. So I thought that that's a way to like, what do these women really want? They want like one-on-one time with their favorite Instagrammer, their mm-hmm. favorite influencer, and the one-on-one time they're going to spend together is like an immersion in the brand and the product. Mm. So that I thought that was like a way you could like weave the yeah. thing in. Uh-huh. And when I sent, so someone sent me this question. I sent Juliet, and I was like, "This would be a great question for the podcast." And then also we texted Juliet on <laughs> 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 our three-way text. Was anyone was um, Alyssa and Vanessa? On it? I don't know. I don't remember. And we and there's Julie, a couple of these like threads from social and content people yeah. that have going on now. And so Julia was talking about, I'm going to pull it up on my phone, Mariana Hewitt, who we love. Yeah. Shout out Mariana. Yes. And she does this thing, it's kind of like Gary Vaynerchuk does that thing, the um, five second five club. Five minute fam. Five minute, right. Okay. I think I said that actually. Oh, but Julia, I'm so sorry. Thank you I for... Credit. <laughs> receipts. We have the receipts. It's in a text chain. We are going to research this right now. All I was going to say is like, that was like, I was like, oh, that's a perfect example of like, people are so obsessed with her. They want it. They love her so much that it's the same reason you go to a meetup for your favorite um, influencer or anything. Like you love that person. And so you might hear about this campaign and be like, that skincare product sounds cool. Yeah. I believe my favorite influencer that she likes this brand, but like mostly I just want to be with her. But then what we know as having been beauty editors is like when you get to a brand's like spa or HQ and they do the treatment on you, you are sold. Oh my God. Completely. All these people will definitely walk away being. Whenever we did that at Birchbox and would have FaceTime with the brand in their space and understood the story and were able to like touch and feel it and it makes such a difference. And I think you're right. Like to have that opportunity, it's like a win-win. For, for both the brand. But you have to do it in person. It's yeah. not, this is a thing. It like, has to be in person. This is why this brand is smart. They're like, okay, we can't have our like chief head of skincare mm-hmm. like come on Facebook mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. tell everyone why the product's so great. Right. Like that's not gonna yeah. work, you know? Yeah. It has to be like an experience. An experience. Mm-hmm. Millennials love experience. They sure do. They Which sure is why I think sometimes I'm like not a millennial because like I love stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that? I mean like, I mean, okay, I don't love, like, I would rather go on a vacation than have a Prada bag. Yeah. But I would, like, rather have, there's some stuff I would rather have than, like, a meal or, like, mm-hmm. a winery tour. Yeah. <laughs> We're going off on a hit. So, okay, so that was my one suggestion for her was, like, okay, but so let's talk about, so let's say you have these 10 influencers. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let's say, and this is how, like, like, now I feel like, this is a little professory, but this is what Juliet and I always tell people. They're like, I want to do 
a campaign or you want to do a giveaway. Like, okay, start with your goal. What's, What's the, the goal? goal? <laughs> What's the goal? That is the number one thing I ask anyone. They're like, how do I do social media for my brand it's or like, my product or whatever? What's your goal? Yeah, why do you want to do, like, what is your actual purpose? Are you trying to get more sales? Right. Are you trying to increase? We need more rosé. I know we do. We're pouring rosé while I like this. Well, totally. And so it's like, and like forget that your goal is like sales of your thing like of course yeah. goal but like sometimes you're going to do a campaign where like mm-hmm. the campaign's goal is to sell and like this camp this hypothetical campaign well it's not hypothetical it's real that we're talking about it's like awareness yeah like, they want awareness built for this new product yeah. get the word out and then people will buy it yeah. but they're not trying to sell right i also have you to know. put an asterisk that yeah, please what is your goal and what are the priorities of those goals because you can have more than one goal, but you have to say, well, it's all of this. Yeah, yeah. Have no, to you have understand. to understand. Yeah, what is the most yeah. important one and what is the secondary one, et cetera. Totally. So I think for this goal, like awareness, mm-hmm. it's a launch. So anytime with a launch, you want to sell the thing, but yeah, you also just like want like it buzz. to be, you want people to hear about exactly. it so that people will, if, if I had a pyramid right now, it's like people hear about it and then people try it and yeah. then people buy it, yeah. right? So. Okay, so let's say we have these 10 ambassadors mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're, um, we have this incentive. Say you fly the ambassador and their winner buddy, you fly them all to London or Paris mm-hmm. or New York or I don't know, LA, whatever it yeah. is, and they get to like hang out with the brand and learn all about it and mm-hmm. then you create tons of behind the scenes social media in that moment, blah, blah, blah. But like, okay, so how, what do we, what are the different ways they could structure this to have people enter? Mm-hmm. That would, the influencers would like it, Okay, here's benefit the brand. Here's something that just popped into my mind. All these like influencer trips all over the world that brands are starting to do. We'll do a whole episode on Revolve, yes? Yes. So like the Revolve trips of the world. More and more brands are starting to do this, which I think is great because it it speaks to the whole experience. Remember you and Brittany did one? We sure did. Turks and Caicos. Turks and Caicos. (laughs) With Mariana Hewitt, actually. Turks and Caicos, if you're listening, we would love to come back. (laughs) We're available. Yes, please invite us. Um... I think open, like, if you're a savvy consumer, if you are a fangirl of these influencers, you know that these trips are happening and they're so appealing. Yeah. So what if there was, like, the kind of draw was this brand is going to do this trip with, like, these influencers. Yeah. And you get to, like, come You get to go. A a thousand percent. And, like, the trip, I, uh... I don't want to give away this launch, but like this skincare product like lends itself to a particular totally. kind of, you know, like yeah. if it was like a moisturizing mm-hmm. product, you could go like somewhere cold, you could go to Iceland, mm-hmm. everybody wants to go to Iceland. If it was mm-hmm. an SPF product, you could, yeah. you know, take it from Palm Springs, like whatever it is. Exactly. I love that. Like yeah. win a trip with your favorite influencer on an info. Mm-hmm. Be- you okay. see these memes, like, it's like everyone knows now. They're like, I'm not shopping at Revolve anymore because I'm paying for the clothes of the Instagrammers. Like, totally. it's like, be that. I yeah. Love, that's so smart. Yeah. That's how they should, that's how they should shape it. Totally. But to answer the question of the entry mechanism. Yeah. So if the goal is awareness, that drills down to KPIs that are probably impressions, which means it could mean a very, various things, but number of likes, shares, and comments on a post. Mm-hmm. I think we can start with that. We could have people enter... And it would be so cute. What? I'm interrupting. Do no. you have a thought or are you like getting to me? I'm really like getting to it. Yeah, go. Okay. 
So let's just talk about Mariana because like now I'm picturing mm-hmm. her. And she's so pretty. Mm-hmm. Okay, say she has a box. She takes a, like a cute picture yeah. of herself holding a box of the brand, mm-hmm. like a with a bow on it. Yeah. And you can't see like what's in it. And mm-hmm. she just lays it out. She's like, I'm a new ambassador for this brand. I'm going, they're having me go on a influencer trip or like mm-hmm. what's the consumer facing way to see influencer trip like a vacation like a vacation yeah. with 10 other influencers yeah. she tags them all yeah mm-hmm. you know we're all going to palm springs or iceland or parrot whatever yeah and we each get to bring one of our followers like share this picture to enter so yeah. then it's like the brand in the box that she's uh-huh. holding has the brand she could have like plane tickets in one hand and like the box in the other hand so like yeah the brand gets like impressions in all the photos mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it could here's be like follow me though. follow the brand and share the picture here's my question yeah though. hit me we did this a lot at birchbox these like regram to regram win. yeah do you think that's like played out now or people like i don't want to put a picture on my feed that's not on brand for me even if you're not an influencer i feel like people are so particular about their instagram feeds and I mean, I yeah, no, you're right. I mean, right. So that's the question: is mm-hmm. it like, does it mean that that it's an even more meaningful form of engagement because people are like, I want this so bad, right? I'm gonna share it, or true, is it the right. true, right? I mean, that's the question, and yeah. I think it's really debatable. Uh-huh. It's like either uh-huh. you're getting like the most diehards because they're like, I exactly. love Mariana so much. Yeah, I'm gonna put this picture on my Instagram. And we're, like, trusting that Mariana's going to take, like, a cool photo. Like, yeah. maybe it's not cheesy, like, what I described, like, her holding plane tickets in a box. Maybe it's, like, a beautiful lay down mm-hmm. of the box, like, whatever. Yeah. But I could also see people, like, it depends on people's brands. Like, we used to work with Nikki Philippi, who mm-hmm. we love. And, like, mm-hmm. she has a really different brand than Mariana. Like, I could see her followers totally regretting yeah. a cute picture of her holding the box. And you're right, maybe Mariana's mm-hmm. is more of, like, a lay down. Like, I have an idea. Yeah. Okay. As we're, like, talking about yeah. this, I am thinking. Yeah. What if the – so, the, it's, like, twofold. There's an initial giveaway of maybe, like, a thousand samples of this product mm. to – this influencer's followers Uh so to build the buzz like like and comment to win like a sample of my new favorite whatever it is yeah yep that's like a huge number of people yeah from that pool of people could be a secondary giveaway Mm -hmm. that either could be like just for those people Mm -hmm. so like the select people who are like really the diehards they've already taken the step to enter they've won they Mm -hmm. like now have an affinity for the brand Mm -hmm. You could target just that group of people, and it could be more than a thousand, but like mm-hmm. a big number that's not just one winner. Mm-hmm. Position to them this opportunity to participate, like come on this trip with with me, experience the brand, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And maybe they have to do something that's a little bit more like an extra step than just liking mm-hmm. entering. And you could have all of this. Maybe they enter via like um, Instagram stories, like video with doing something with the sample. You're yeah, saying, exactly. yeah, I hear what you're so saying. you I have like the, this, it's just hard to get a thousand, like it's hard to get a thousand samples out. But if the brand, if the, this is a big beauty brand, I'm yeah. making the assumption that the brand can manage Yeah, you this. fill out a form, you yeah. put in your address and they like ship. Yeah. Like, right? Because yeah. brands do this all the time. Yeah, like, that's true. And, and then the way, yeah. Sample. Okay, okay. You're right. So if they're like a big brand and have Or you pay, <laughs> like you pay yeah. $5 like right. for a chance to go on this trip or something. Yeah. Right. And then 
they integrate the sample, mm -hmm. like take your own beautiful Instagram. Yeah, I do like that yeah. because then it kind of it gets the product in the hands of people who are potential yeah, buyers. and then it's like you know that like the guest of the influencers is someone who's like good at Instagram mm -hmm. too. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so that's an avenue. But so I feel like if we're recapping, mm -hmm. like what we're saying is that like let's start off. We're starting with the fact that this is skincare. Yeah, and skincare is very specific. If we were talking about shoes or lipstick or a dress, be, we could do this totally different. differently. So mm -hmm. it's like okay, because it's skincare and you can't experience it until you get it, and even once you get it, you need to experience it many times. You need yeah. someone you trust to tell you that they yeah. like it and they're excited. Yeah. So that's how why influencers are appropriate for this campaign. Yeah. There's some campaigns, influencers either yeah. aren't appropriate or you leverage them differently. Mm -hmm. So, okay, we're starting with skincare. And One then size does not fit all Thank with you. this. Another great name yeah. for the podcast. Okay. <laughs> if this was a book, we could call it, what are your goals? One size does not fit all. Do you follow? <laughs> um, There's like two subheaders. Yeah, two subheaders. <laughs> um, so, influencers, and then we're saying that like the prize the incentive mm -hmm. should be an experience, should be experiencing this new skincare product with the with influencers the influencer, yeah. themselves uh -huh. and the other influencers. Um, the other thing that you could do, which would be sort of funny, mm -hmm. is you know how like little bloggers do um, daisy chain giveaways? Oh, totally. And is I, that what they're called? Uh, I don't know. It might just be old. They're What's called Daisy Chain. Well, a Daisy I, like, Chain I is like you know you, you're like at summer camp and you make like a crown out like a Daisy Chain. You know you like make a. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. You like cut a slit in the end of the Daisy and you put another Daisy through it and you make a crown. A Daisy Chain. I never did that at summer camp. Oh, I feel left out. Weird. <laughs> um. Anyway, I don't know what a Daisy Chain oh. is, but I know what okay. you're talking about. So what about, I'm talking like, about is yeah, and usually it's like smaller. Yeah. People like Juliet and I and people like our size Instagram follower would be like, yeah. comment on this photo, like me, and then like go to Juliet's Instagram mm -hmm. for another chance to win. And yeah. then Juliet would be like, go to Juliet Casella's Instagram. Yeah. So it's like, what, 10 or so influencers? 10 or, like, yeah. And then each influencer away. picks a winner. So if you entered on all 10 Instagrams, you'd have like 10 entries. Yeah. And it could be sort of, but I've never seen like big people do either. it and so that's another way that they could do this yeah. so like mariana could be like mariana's getting so much airtime i know she really we love you <laughs> we know her a little you know her yeah um <laughs> you know she could be like okay and now head over to like something navy like it would be like sort of cool to see like 10 like big that would like legit cool. influencers and the other thing i suggested to her let me take a breath Another aspect of all of this is I often think with beauty that's not makeup, mm -hmm. so hair and skincare, mm -hmm. maybe that's a little more normalized, a little bit yep. less color, a little more like birch boxy. Mm -hmm. I often think that influencers who aren't in the beauty space are like more interesting. So like I was totally gonna say the same exact I'm obsessed thing, especially with, for skincare. Exactly. I'm obsessed with all the video with um Glossier, obviously, ever, or not Glossier, uh, Into the Gloss, obviously, the people mm -hmm. they usually do top shelfy with are yeah. usually not beauty people. Um, they're like tastemakers. Yeah. They're like interesting people who you're like, oh, they're like, I want to know everything about them from what skincare products right. they're using to like what they eat for breakfast. Exactly. Because if it's a beauty person, <clears throat> It's a little bit hard to believe that they've just all of a sudden fallen in love with some new product. Like, they're a beauty expert. An example is, like, Something Navy, who totally started out in fashion. When Something Navy, when Ariel does 
beauty mm -hmm. I get totally sucked in because it's almost like we're learning about, about it yeah. with her and like it's adjacent to what her normal yes and she has like is. more access than we do she gets more stuff to yeah. try from like more good brands yeah but she's like not claiming to be a beauty expert I actually think not to toot our own horns but that is like what was sort of appealing about us at Birchbox is we I hadn't totally been beauty editors there. before we just mm -hmm. got to try everything we knew a little bit more but so anyway so yeah I had also suggested to the um the person who sent in this question for the podcast, you know, I had sort of proposed that idea of like an experience, mm -hmm. but then I also was like, you know, I think that um, you should target people who aren't makeup YouTubers, yeah. you know, who aren't beauty people. I totally agree with you. Um, because it's more realistic like, that yeah, they would like to from discover. different, like adjacent categories, like yeah. fashion or wellness yeah. or things that aren't necessarily, they're not beauty YouTubers, but if they talk about beauty, it's not random. It's yeah, like totally it's in totally their world. right. Um, but it's more believable that way because you're like, oh, like I, you know, if this person's making a recommendation, I trust them. Right, totally. And I think that it's not to say that a beauty expert couldn't mm -hmm. also be a fit because I think there's some cases where they could. Yeah. But I sometimes just think it's a little bit harder to believe when a beauty expert out of nowhere starts mm -hmm. talking about something new. It's kind of like, especially skincare works, you have to use it. You for have a to use it for a certain amount of time, exactly. Yeah. Um, Unless you're working with a really like high profile beauty YouTuber and you see them the product like in advance. In advance, like, this is my journey with yeah. this product, and this is how it's made a difference for me. Do you know what Living Proof does? That's really smart. Shout yeah. out Living Proof. Love Living Proof. Same. I'm wearing. Oh, I'm have their new blowout. They're smart. They sent the blowout really box like, right on September. MIT. Yeah. <laughs> September first. They like know it's like blow dry time again. Like yeah. I didn't blow dry my hair all summer. I didn't use a hot tool all summer. Yeah. You know. Um, but they send me something like I bet they send me a box like quarterly. And it's really smart because if you follow me on Instagram, you notice yeah. that like every couple weeks or like couple months or whatever, mm -hmm. like I post about living like through consistent cadence. It's a consistent like cadence. Yeah. And it's not just supporters. like only when they're do they I think they do a lot of launches, yeah. but I think that's really smart. That's such a good point. And I know. I try to be like generous. Like my social media following is like not that big, but like because I work in marketing, like I know why people are sending me stuff. They want yeah. me to like it and tell my friends in real life, but totally. they want me to put it on Instagram. So like if I like it, like I do that. Yeah. Because whatever. Yeah. But I think living proof, like I always go out of my way for them because I think yeah. they're really thoughtful in the way that they like send yeah. mm -hmm. new launches. And I think it's smart. Yeah. So that's a really good point. <clears throat> One of my friends works at Ticktail. Do you know what Ticktail is? No. So they're like a very cool um, kind of underground Etsy. It's all like designery pieces. It's a marketplace, and it's from all over the Do world. They have wedding stuff? Should I be? I'm not love sure. TV? Okay. I'm not sure, but they mm. have really cool fashiony pieces, like everything from jewelry to shoes, and it's all like super um, boutiquey, like limited edition. They actually have a pop up on the Lower East Side that is cool. really cool. Um, so my friend works there and her like influencer marketing strategy is really interesting. Because they're like a marketplace, they don't necessarily hold products that they can give to people. Yeah. But they will put for their influencer community like a certain amount of dollars in their account. I always thought that's what Birch yeah. Do we do we some I feel like a few times we executed on that. I always thought yeah. it was smarter like 
Like, give take people money. Yeah. Go to the Birchbox shop. Totally. Go to Birchbox.com and buy totally. what I think that's so And smart. I think it really works for them because they work with all of these really small designers. So yeah. Ticktail is like the, the hub of these designers. Yeah. So these influencers are tagging Ticktail in all of their really unique pieces. So they work with these fashion influencers and everything. Yeah. Like a new bag or something is tagged with Ticktail, so people are curious about what that is, and then it's this like rabbit hole experience where That's they really discover. Smart. I mean, Revolt does that, right? It's like these exactly. women show up at the Revolt house <coughs> in the Hamptons. Mm-hmm. There's a closet stuffed with clothes. Yeah, I think that like they're not. I think like I know that they're like encouraged towards certain mm-hmm. pieces based on like which yeah priorities right but it's like basically the way it works is like if you're a brand and you made it into the revolt house in the first place like yeah. they let the women put on the outfits they want and that's why it's like so authentic and totally. that's like why it works and it's yeah. like i always thought that about we really did that at birchbox like yeah when we worked with influencers we asked them what they wanted to receive yeah but mm-hmm. i always wanted to have a better system of that mm-hmm. like and I think you have to think like, about it like twofold. Like, there's gonna be moments for your brand where you have moments that you have to make a big splash about for a product launch or something. Yeah. But they're also, and it's just as important, there has to be a cadence where you're working with people who are your biggest supporters, your like consistent word of mouth, like they're gonna be your advocates. Have a, a process for them, have a program for them where it's, a, on a rolling basis, whether it's monthly or quarterly or whatever, where they will have the opportunity to kind of pick and choose what they want. I mean, Rent the Runway, like, yeah. obviously, like, shout out to Alyssa, who's one of our really yeah. good friends, but their influencer program kills it. It's amazing. Because she, okay, people joke all the time. They're like, Rachel is the unofficial Rent the Runway People say that to me too. I know. You're the exact same. I, like, people think I work for people, Rent the Runway. I know. I know. <laughs> all my <laughs> friends at home, like, wait, do you work for But... What she, what they do is she has like a group of people who are like Juliet and I who like, you know, have more than a couple Instagram followers but aren't mm-hmm. huge, like have interesting jobs so we go to interesting places yeah. and we can sort of, you know, reach out to them and be like, we're going to this, I'm going to this cool wedding mm-hmm. and I'm going to take a lot of pictures or I'm going to this yeah. cool party and she'll let you like choose your own thing mm-hmm. on the understanding that you'll like post about it and tag around the runway. And so like not only does it provide content for her to reuse, yeah. but it's not like her being like, Rachel, I'm trying to push this one particular exactly. style. Would you please wear it? Which I would, fine, yeah. I'll wear whatever. But it's like I pick and choose, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Totally. And, and it's, it's a like, great way to scale. And it's like ancillary, right? It's yeah. like we are both rent their own like customers. Mm-hmm. But she's like, yeah, I'll hook you up with like a couple extra outfits or a couple extra parties because mm-hmm. you're going to take people through your journey. You yeah, know? exactly. And it's also a great way to to scale influencers at a like low cost way. Like if you if you're a brand that has if you're a brand that has product, yep. that is your currency. Yeah. 1000%. Do you know what's so funny? Literally, I was just thinking of Heba J while we were talking about this, and she, like, just messaged me, which is also, like, if you have... Do you follow Heba J? Who are all the do you follow so far? Do you follow Mariana Hewitt? Yes. Do you mm-hmm. follow Alyssa? Alyssa? What's Alyssa's... Um, A-R-B-R-O. Arbro. Arbro. Do you follow Arbro? Do you follow Heba J? Um, because... If you have people who are uh, have beautiful content, 
have more than a couple Instagram followers but aren't massive, like invest yeah. in them because they will only get bigger. Yeah. Okay, another really this good. This is like Lisa, a hidden. Heba J was like pretty big when we worked with her at Vertex. She's only gotten bigger. Another yeah. one is like our girl Lisa Rosado. Lisa Rosado. Who, when we out. first started like sending her product, her Instagram was really beautiful, not that big. She's like was the biggest Birchbox super fan. We were able to like raise her content, mm-hmm. and then her fiance um proposed to her with a Birchbox, which box. gave us the best branded content moment we've like ever had. It's like I'm not saying you have to invest in every customer who loves you. If their Instagram is like a mess, like fine, just yeah. love them and be nice to them. But if you have customers who are yeah. obsessed with you and their Instagram is above average, like invest in that relationship. Invest in that and like do something. They might get big or they might have a great picture one day that you can use. Yeah. Might be a great spokesperson. But they're also like such valuable customers. Like totally. those are the people that totally. are gonna tell all of their friends because in person about they consider brand. themselves like marketers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it's something that brands really undervalue. I totally agree. And they shouldn't. I'm wagging my finger at you, brands that undervalue your <laughs> micro. Um, okay, so we're we're gonna introduce a game that we're gonna play. Maybe ep- every episode, where Rachel and I scroll through our Instagrams, IRL, like five swipes through. Like we don't, we look away. Like swipe yeah. two, swipe three, six. four, five, and we land on whoever we land on. We have to talk about who they are, why we follow them, yeah. and why they're awesome. Yeah. Okay, great. So, Rachel, do you want to go first? Yeah. Okay, ready? Yeah. So, we don't look, we just like this. One, One, two, two, three, four, five. five. I landed on the Every Girl, which is, like, pretty lucky because that's, like, a good good one to talk about. Probably a lot of you guys know it. Um, Remember when we did that bird I was going to say, that's how I found out about them. So, I'm going to tell you what I I really like about the Every Girl. So, I don't want Juliet to laugh. If you, unless you're like a sarcasm meme account, yeah, and you're just like snarky and mm-hmm. like that's your brand, like okay, fine. But if you're sort of like a brand for like women and like being empowering, and you have content that's about like being annoyed with and not liking your job, I really don't like that for some reason. Yeah, it really irritates just me. Because we're positive. Because we're really people. positive people, and because I like believe that like people, you can't always have a job you love it. Yeah, that's not realistic. But you should be trying to have a job you love, yes. or, or if you are lucky enough to have um, the resources where you can go find a job you love, you should be aspiring to that. So, yeah. so I think there's a couple brands I have in mind who I will call out who like are about sort of like women's empowerment and like women's lifestyle, and they're like negative on their job, and I don't like yeah. that. And what I always notice about the every girl is they're like not like that. They're not like annoyingly positive, but like. They just mm-hmm. expect, like, they love what they do, and they think they're also talking to people who love yeah. what they do, and I really like that about the other girl. I think that's a really good point, because nobody likes the saccharine, like, too, no, like, totally really positive. Fake. If you're, like, girl with no job, and yeah. you're talking about your job sucking, like, that's funny. Yeah. But if you're, um aspiring to be like the every girl and you're being negative about your job yeah. I, I my opinion is I you're know. like doing the wrong thing mm-hmm. and the every girl so they have 634,000 followers they're pretty big wow. um they're based in Chicago mm-hmm. which I sort of love and I think that fact that they're called the every girl and they're based in the Chicago like really resonates with me I'm from Detroit I'm like from the Midwest and like Midwest 
I kind of take pride in like being basic in like and I'm using it in like a really positive way like I went to Michigan State University I, I love my North Face jacket taking back basicness I love my you heard it here first Uggs like and I have a cool interesting job and live in New York yeah. but I think it's like okay to have aspects about you that are like basic and like um I love Chicago it has like a big place in my heart because it's like uh, a big city, but it's still the Midwest. And yeah. so I love, like, the every girl is, like, cool, but it's not, like, too cool for... It's not too cool it's for not school. It's not too cool for school, yeah. yeah. Um, so the things that... Right, to bullet it out, like, I like that they have, like, um, career positivity, mm-hmm. but that's not too saccharine. Yeah. I love that they're, like, based in Chicago, and so I think, like... I bet there's a lot of people who live in LA and New York and follow the Evergirl and don't even realize that they're in Chicago, but if you live, yeah. like, anywhere between the coasts, like, it feels... It's, like, great that there's... Yeah. This, like, influential, like, media company. For sure. That's not in LA or in New York. Like, yeah. I really like that. Yeah. Um, they're accessible and yeah. still aspirational. Yeah. They're accessible and aspirational. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. They have a great mix of um, travel, food, fashion, and, like, funny quotes. And their content is just really beautiful. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm scrolling. That's why I'm, like, What pausing. was the post that you landed on? Oh, that's a great, their most recent post, which is a beautiful apartment. Um, in case you missed it, we shared our co-founder's fall tour of her Chicago apartment, of her Chicago home. Oh, mm-hmm. It's stunning. Oh, man. This is like what I want my apartment to look yeah, like. Yeah, Bright white, plants, marble, mm-hmm. gold, brass, undertones. Yeah, wow. I would like to car- carbon copy that. You have such a good design vocabulary. Thank you. Okay, my Instagram roulette is a industry person, micro influencer, and new friend of mine. Her name is Lauren Caruso. Do you follow her? No, I, you should. I do not follow. I'm going to right now. She okay. So I Spell I forget how Insta. I stumbled across her, but she her Instagram is Lauren Caruso underscore. Um, she was at Allure. She was an editor at Allure. She was at Refinery29. Um, she was at Stylecaster. So she's Sama. been in the fashion and beauty editorial world. Mm-hmm. She also, through that, has built her own amazing Instagram. Mm-hmm. The grid is incredible. It's all kind of minimal. The color story is Black. excellent. Yeah, the color story is excellent. She recently moved to Bandier as their editorial director. Oh, which hey, is awesome. Bandier, which I know about Bandier from something maybe. From the influencer community. I love Very uh, huge. I love Ariel. Yeah. I'm gonna be Ariel. I'm older. <laughs> um, also, her baby is the I cutest thing. Not with Ruby Lou. I know. Ruby Lou. <laughs> oh God. So anyway, Lauren, I followed her for a little while now. I actually started talking to her when I was at Theory, and I was trying to build their influencer program. Yep. Mm-hmm. Lauren, she yeah, she loves very Theory. Good. She's yeah. very Theory, like yeah. black and white, minimalist. Mm-hmm. She and I had coffee one day, and she's just kind of like the coolest person ever. Sure. She is now at Bandier. She actually recently did some work with me for M. Jemmy because I was like, take all these shoes and just like photograph yeah. them and tell yeah. me what you can do with them. Yeah. She's like a stylist in her own right yeah, totally. um, and really has an eye for things. And I I love just going through her feed and discovering new brands and stuff because yeah. it's it's a lot of things that are like, oh, like she got that from ASOS. Like I wouldn't have ASOS launched beauty. That. We'll talk about it. Oh my another god! No. Everyone is launching beauty. Gird your loins, Top Shop—they're coming for you. Wow! Wow! 
whoa, whoa, whoa. I know. We'll all these retailers, know. all these fashion retailers. I know. Beauty. Is Zara next? <gasps> Zara, please, if you're listening oh my on God. Beauty, I will buy it all. Okay, so Lauren, she, her Instagram is incredible. Yeah, it's so um, beautiful. I've been scrolling this whole time. She works with Ticktail a lot. All of oh. her stuff is kind of like underground designers or um, brands that I've never heard of. So I discover a lot of new brands through her, yeah. which is cool, including one. This is like a sub do you follow petite yeah. studio have i told you about them no okay they are made for is it us because you're a petite person <laughs> yes they're made for gals under five four petite studio. and there are no chic petite clothing brands should i shopping petite i mean i went to yes i tried on a, a regular a, like a 2r jumpsuit and it was like freaking so long everything is too long but it's not just the length it's the proportions of where the seams hit, like on your shoulders. See, I don't think I, you are petite. Yeah. I think I'm just short. How tall are you? You're 5'3". Yeah. I always think you're like 5'5". Five five. But I feel like my shoulders are like regular size. Yeah. Which is probably not cool. Know. I should probably, <laughs> I don't know, just anyway, check them okay, out. Okay, you know, like They've really cute clothes and it's all proportioned for uh, tiny people. Tiny people. And I discovered them through Lauren. Cute. So, that's my do you follow. Instagram roulette, pour one out for, mine is gonna sound fake because, mine is gonna sound like nepotism, but I don't care. Cause if you know me, you know that like, mm -hmm. I just tell the truth, I think all the time. You're a, a truth teller. I'm a truth teller. Molly Chen should have like one million Instagram followers. It doesn't she make any sense should. to me. From her baby, her I new can't baby, talk about the baby, to her meals that she eats. Those are real. I eat them literally. The woman had a child, and I come over there to like try to help with the child. She's like, "Are you hungry? Can I feed you?" She has <laughs> so, okay. all the best stuff. Who, I mean, she has a lot of followers. Who but is I'm just at Molly Chen? At Molly Chen. Who is she? Okay, Tell Molly us. Chen is um, one of the Birchbox co-founders. She was the editorial director. She hired me. There's a very iconic story about us hugging at my interview, which oh, I turned out well. We were both nervous, was going to go badly. Um, <laughs> she is also one of my best friends. Um, Can I she, read her Instagram bio? Yeah, yeah. That's okay. a great way to do it. That's yeah. a great way to do it. Okay. Birchbox co-founder, Cookies, Cocktails, Green Things, Brooklyn. Yeah, exactly. So, like, literally Molly Chen to a T. It's just wild because... Um, a lot of people spend a lot of time, energy, and resources manufacturing content to look like Molly Chen's real life that she's just like haphazardly snapping, yeah. uh, you know, snapping pics of. Um, but this, like, we are. Every brand should be spawn conning her. <laughs> spawn conning. I love RFP that. her for spawn conning. Yeah. Um, but this is 100%. The, it's life. so authentic. It, it's crazy. Like I don't know like, anyone this is else. What, this is what Instagrammers want to be. And it's just like real. Instagram yeah. versus reality is not a thing for Molly Chen because it is it's both her reality. Real, yeah, she doesn't reality. have a blogger boyfriend. <laughs> she, her life is her apartment is just that well lit. Her her home. It's sort of hard to imagine that anyone listening to our podcast doesn't follow Molly mm -hmm. Chen. But I think Molly Chen should have like ten x the followers she does. I'm like shocked. Mm -hmm. Buy it. Um, it's really, really good food porn. Good food porn, good baby. <laughs> baby porn. Baby porn sounds wrong. 
Lily. She's a really cute baby, so if um, anything. And Molly's just like smart and good people and we love yeah. her. My Do You Follow is a friend of mine and Rachel's. Her name is Kaylee Harrington. Oh, this is such an effing good one. Why is this I woman know. not the biggest thing on Instagram? I know. So Kaylee, she does social at Foursquare. And she used to be at... She used to be at LDV, which is a hospitality company. And she hooked us up with City. all of those good... Yeah. Great restaurant reservations. My one-year anniversary at Scarpetta. Yep. Mm-hmm. Brought to you by Kaylee Harrington. We had Thank a great you for dinner that. with her at American Cut. Yes. Yes. She's a foodie. Yes. She's so like, stylish. She's so pretty. I mean, how does a human look like that? I know. Should I read her bio? Because you were Molly? Yeah. Read her bio. NYC. Social at Foursquare. HarringtonKaylee at gmail.com. Scroll for restaurants, style, travel. KayleeHarrington.com. She's also a Rent the Runway. Yeah, she's a Rent the Runway super fan like Rachel and me. Look at um, that high waisted bikini. She also, like, she's someone who I see her style posts, and I'm like, she's just done everything right with this whole situation, the way that she styles it, the locations that she's at. She also has very good um, travel Instagrams. So she was recently in Greece, and I'm going there in May. Yeah, you are. So excited! Oh my god! And I she's literally a cute boyfriend. I, she's a cute boyfriend. I save her travel Instagrams to my like collections on Instagram because she has such good ones. Um, do you um have one collection or many? I have many. I bet you do. I know. Do I, you? No, I just have one giant one. Oh my gosh! I make my collections into folders. I have one mm-hmm. called beauty oh, hair food. I know you're not yeah. seeing listening, but I'm hungry. Look she's at this cheeseburger. That looks really good. Pork belly sliders on Stone Street. Oh my god, that looks so good. Let's get some food in. Okay, let's do that. So, That's a great one. Yeah. I'm shocked that Kaylee Harrington doesn't have more Kaylee's followers. great. She's also very strategic with her boomerangs, which I really appreciate. Talk to me about that. Do you think I boom too much? Tell me the truth. I won't be offended. I think you do. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'm not offended. No. It's I, easier. It's easier it's, for boomerangs sure. Boomerangs are easier than photos. I think I'm getting lazy. I know. I, I understand that. I'm photos lazy with get. my booms too sometimes. Because it's just more dynamic. But I, I'm always in awe of people who really use Boomerang strategically. And yeah. I think Kaylee is one of those people. Yeah. She has an Instagram post on her um, account with uh, a yogurt brand. Nusa. Uh, yeah. And it's like perfectly positioned. The spoon is perfectly positioned into this parfait. And it just looks look. so appealing. And I think it's done really well. And she doesn't overuse it, which I... I her style picks are really good. They're like always in a interesting location. This is very good. It's just all really good. Oh, mm-hmm. Ticktail! Ticktail! Isn't that weird how I like Ticktail? Influencer marketing. I know. Okay, so this was episode one of Do You Follow? OMG. OMG. I'm sorry, but I think this is a really good podcast. <laughs> I think so too. And if you are a marketer, if you work in social media, content, if you have a marketing predicament, we want to hear from you because we will answer your question. The bulk of what we want to do with the podcast, right? Yes. Um, help you solve problems. It's fun for us. Yeah. So email do you follow podcast at gmail.com. Pose your predicament just like we solved that skincare mm-hmm. launch. Yeah. We want to solve yours. Let us know in the email if you want the brand to be anonymized and the product to be anonymized or yeah. if we can just go ahead and talk about it. Let us mm-hmm. know. If there's someone you're following that you think is great and you don't think we are, let us know. 
Let us know because we're always looking to add new followers. Yeah, and maybe we'll call them out in our do you follow mm-hmm. section of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Do you follow us at J Delphine and at Rachel Jo Silver? And I think that's it. I think that's it. Do you follow? Bye. Bye. We just waved. <laughs> we're waving like we're on video because we're so used we to think that. We're on video. <laughs>